the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Always a pleasure to catch up with Jack Windsor of The Ohio Press Network. You can follow Jack on Twitter, and you should follow him, at Jack Windsor. And, Jack, we've talked uh, today in the first hour of the show about the firing, it appears, of the communications director for Ohio Right to Life and uh, Lizzie Marbach. And it's related to uh, Twitter spat, and this is a weird kind of a circumstance where I can't imagine why. And Ohio Right to Life is saying this is a compilation of things, not just a a tweet. But this has unfolded over a series of days. And I just want to say, before we get into the nuts and bolts of it, like we've got an abortion amendment on the ballot in November. And this does not seem like a great time for Ohio Right to Life to be looking for a messaging director. Man, there's a lot there. I would agree with that last comment. You'd want to have things buttoned up going into this November election. Uh, You know, there are a couple of things with respect to Lizzie. I don't know about you, Bruce, but when I read the Scripture, Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life, and nobody comes to the Father except through me. And so if there are people who are conservative and, and, and claim to be Christian, but they don't like the stance that Lizzie takes uh, at being direct and quoting Scripture, then I think it's a gut-check reality time for them. You know, the other part is um, she is, is really taking a lot of heat because of her belief that a woman should uh, submit to her husband. And that's where Max Miller really stepped in and criticized her, uh, and everyone wanted to talk about that. But they bastardized the Scripture, Bruce. Scripture also talks about how a husband is supposed to sacrifice himself, give up himself the way that Christ did for the Church. And so um, people who don't really have a sincere interest in understanding the sanctity of Christian marriage are, you know, firing shots across the bow. Um, And this has made for some strange bedfellows. Uh, We can maybe talk about that, but... This thing has has blown up, and people have weighed in and said things that you should scratch your head and go, wait, he said that? Wait, she said that? Yeah, I know. It's really strange. Jack Windsor, our guest, theohiopressnetwork.com. Let's unpack this, how it unfolded. Uh, Elizabeth Marbach, she goes by Lizzie Marbach on Twitter, at Lizzie Marbach, uh, tweeted that there's no hope for any of us outside of having faith in Jesus Christ alone. Okay, this is from August the 15th, okay? Uh, Max Miller, a congressman from Northeast Ohio, who is married to the daughter of U.S. Senate candidate Bernie Moreno. And Max Miller worked in the Trump administration. He, uh, I believe, does he have the seat that used to be Anthony Gonzalez's seat in the legislature? Yeah, there there was some redistricting, if you remember. Yeah. But yes. uh, And so that kind of got sliced up a little differently. But when he first declared for the race, it would have been against Gonzalez. Gonzalez, you know decided he wasn't going to run again, and then that district kind of got carved up. But okay, yes, so Max Miller, a big Trump guy, Bernie Moreno, as we all know, big Trump guy, Emily Moreno, a very pro-Trump, married to Max Miller. So Max Miller attacks Lizzie Marbach on Twitter for her tweet, there's no hope for any of us outside of having faith in Jesus Christ alone. She works for Ohio Right to Life, okay? She's the communications director, or was for Ohio Right to Life, and Max Miller puts her on blast, saying it's the most bigoted tweet I've ever seen. Delete it, Lizzie. Religious freedom in the United States applies to every religion. You have gone too far. 
Now, Max Miller later apologizes for this, but in the aftermath of his apology, Lizzie Marbach gets fired by Ohio Right to Life. And as you said, uh, you talk about the people who are taking sides on this, uh, the very definition of strange bedfellows. Yeah, so you have, let's start at the Ohio State House, uh, Casey Weinstein, uh, who I think, well, no, never mind. I'm not going to give you my opinion on him. I Just look at his Twitter feed. I think it's, it speaks for itself. But he weighs in and says, well, you know, Max and I may be on different sides of the aisle, but I agree with this guy. Um, okay, interesting. But then you have uh, Congresswoman Omar. <laughs> Ilhan Omar, a, a Muslim, Ilhan Omar. Member of the squad. Uh, member of the squad, about as radical, uh, you know, on, on the on the left as you could be, basically weighs in and says, Lizzie's not wrong. It's called religious freedom. And so, I mean, what a mixture. Uh, it, it, you know, again, politics makes for strange bedfellows. But at the end of the day, um, you know, Max Miller has a, just as much of a right to believe as uh, whether he's a, he's a, probably not a Messianic Jew, but as a Jewish person, if he believes in, you know, the Old Testament, okay, that's that's his belief yeah. system. Um, and I think everybody respects that. But when you go over the line and call a belief in Jesus Christ bigoted, I, I don't know that that's a fight you want to pick, Max Miller. No, I don't think that's a fight you want to pick uh, on several grounds. Number one, uh, gee, I'm, here's a sentence. I'm about to say a sentence I never thought I would say. Ilhan Omar is right. Religious freedom is a bedrock of uh, the American uh, system. And uh, Max Miller, I don't think, uh, wants to be uh, known as someone who believes that uh, those who believe in Jesus Christ are people he's at odds with. Look, we all know uh, the entire book of Acts, the entire New Testament is about the uh, the gospel and Jews' uh, hesitance to embrace it. That's what the entire ministry of the Apostle Paul is about, is converting, uh, attempting to convert Jews. Okay, you guys don't want to hear it. All right, fine, I'll move to the to the Greeks, which basically means non-Jews. But this seems, again, I can't get—now, I, I, the Ohio Right to Life says this is not one tweet. This is a compilation of things, not based on any one single event, as some on social media claim. We appreciate Lizzie's service and wish her the best in future endeavors. When this kind of stuff happens, Jack, and our guest is Jack Windsor of the Ohio Press Network, when this kind of stuff happens, I'm always struck by the fact that Christian organizations are extremely bad at resolving things like this in a biblical manner and uh, bathing it in the grace that it should be bathed in. Yeah, it's it's interesting to me. I mean, um, I, I don't want to go off on a tangent about... <laughs> whether we're talking about churches or, you know, pseudo-religious organizations that you would think uh, would would stand behind the belief in Christ and, and practice what that should be about. Um, but, you know, you got to have a spine, and you got to be willing to stand up to the bullying, the badgering, the bad-mouthing, the things that go on. And, uh, by the way, if you have any type of affiliation with conservative values, and, and you go on Twitter, you're going to get bombarded. So, um, you know, at some point, I, I think the lesson learned is you're either going to acquiesce to the bullies or you're not. And I don't know about you, Bruce, but when I, when I grew up, you didn't back down from a bully. That yeah. empowers a bully. You stand up to a bully and, and, you, and you fight for what is right. Um, 
I don't know what her personnel file looks like. I'm sure there's going to be more discussion on this in the future. I'm interested to see. But, you know, this is the second time this week uh, Frank LaRose had to let his communications director go because of the finding that there were tweets that he was uh, putting out into the ether uh, that went against Donald Trump. And now you've got uh, a, a director, a communications director, who's going against a, a Trump-endorsed candidate who gets fired for the back and forth. Um, man, that, that's, not a, that's not a good week for uh, Trump Republicans or conservatives. No, it definitely is not. Take me behind the scenes on what the possible impact of this is in important areas like fundraising. Ohio Right to Life is going to be, I would think, on the forefront of fighting against this abortion amendment in the fall. Let's project this out to what kind of fallout can this have, because they count on the donations from Christian people. And whether they want to say it's one tweet, five tweets, ten tweets— uh, it is going to be viewed, I believe, and certainly uh, with good reason, by Christians in the state of Ohio who say, you fired the woman who said that Jesus Christ is the only way? Yeah. Well, you know, if you're—you <laughs> got to look at it and, and figure out, um, do you want to be 75% right or 100% wrong? And so—and what are you up against? If this existed in a vacuum— I think you could look at it and go, I'm not going to support that organization anymore. I think the tough decision point for many believers is going to be, okay, if we pull our funding, if we back out in this 11th hour, what are we doing? What you're doing is you're giving more power and more probability to extremists who want to allow abortion without limits, allow minors to gender transition and have abortions without parental involvement. And one of the biggest uh, forces opposing that is the right to life movement. Um, it, it's just, it's a tough spot to be in. You know, if you had three years, you could say, all right, well, we're going to, we're going to just empower and build up another organization. You don't, you've got a few months. Um, and, and this is not the time for infighting. This is not the time for splintering. It's a time for unity uh, and, and coalescing around the greater good, which is we've got to protect our constitution. We've got to protect the unborn. We've got to protect our born kids who are being uh, exposed to political and peer pressure uh, to do things that are just unfathomable without parental involvement. Yeah, amen to every word of that. Jack Windsor, our guest, theohiopressnetwork.com. You can follow Jack on Twitter at Jack Windsor, and uh, we have spent almost this entire interview, uh, well, we have spent the entire interview, talking about the firing of Lizzie Marbach, the former director of communications, at Ohio Right to Life. And I had a couple other things that I wanted to get into with you, Jack. And so if you'd be kind enough to hang on, uh, I'd really appreciate it. I want to get into legalization of marijuana in the state of Ohio. That's on the ballot in November. Um, no conservative measures on the ballot in November, only woke uh, issues on the ballot like abortion and legalization of recreational use of marijuana. And then I also want to get into uh, it with you on the rise of Vivek Ramaswamy. Uh, it's not like he's taking over the Republican polls, but he's got an opportunity in the presidential debate. So we'll be back with more of Jack Windsor next on The Bruce Willis Show.
first Republican presidential debate is now less than a week away. It'll be next Wednesday in Milwaukee. Fox News hosts it. Martha McCallum, Brett Baer will moderate. We'll be having a Republican presidential debate watch party at the Lazy Chameleon. That's located just off Sawmill Road, north of Summit View Road. I'll be there. 989 The Answer will be there. And our party will start around 738 o'clock. We'll have a crowd mic. We look forward to questions from you and debate analysis as the first Republican presidential debate plays out on the stage in Milwaukee. We now want to rejoin our guest, Jack Windsor of the Ohio Press Network. Jack, kind enough to hold on with us through the uh, break. We've talked about the firing of Lizzie Marbach as the head of communications for Ohio Right to Life. Neither Jack nor I big fans of that. But a lot of people are big fans, Jack, or becoming big fans of Vivek Ramaswamy. I see that he got a 45-minute Sit down with Tucker Carlson. What do you make of Vivek Ramaswamy rising in the polls, even though rising in the polls means an incremental rise of a few percentage points, stealing a few from DeSantis, stealing a few from Trump? What do you make of Vivek Ramaswamy's ascent? Do you have a thought on what you think he um, would consider to be uh, a great result from this presidential campaign? I don't think there's any way he becomes the nominee or president, but there are a couple things he could glean from this. I mean, he could glean a cabinet position. He could glean a vice presidential running mate spot. He could position himself to uh, have all kinds of name recognition to help himself for a future political run, whether for national office or statewide office. What do you make of Vivek and what do you think his endgame is? Yeah, I, I think he is a breath of fresh air for a lot of people who are sick and tired of being beaten over the head for loving this country. I think the thing that is really appealing about him is that he talks about policies, whether it's uh, requiring uh, an 18-year-old uh, to serve the community before voting or take a test uh, that an immigrant would have to take to become an American before voting. Uh, you know, it's tied to the, the reason and the rationale that you have to love this country and serve this country. And I think that's refreshing. I think the way that he talks about the economy and points to the left and says, you know, raising taxes is not the, the right thing to do, and points to the right and says, you know, in, in cutting in, in an environment where there's no trust in government is not the right solution. Let's grow the economy and then make those adjustments. I mean, he, he's coming up with solutions, and what he's not doing is he's not getting involved in the character assassination game. And I think people really, really appreciate about that about him. Where does he go? I don't know. I can tell you there are a lot of people in Ohio who are saying, I wish that he would look and read the tea leaves, drop out of the race, and run against Sherrod Brown because he would clean his clock. Uh, If a Republican, however, wins the White House, I think Vivek Ramaswamy is absolutely in a cabinet position. I'm not sure which one, um, but he has to be part of uh, the administration. Boy, he'd be a great Commerce Secretary, for sure. Yep. Uh, And speaking of Sherrod Brown, Jack Windsor, the Ohio Press Network, (laughs) I guess, Loved your tweet at Sherrod last night going on Twitter, begging for donations. Um, I had my own translation of his uh, appeal for money, which is, I'm 70. I got a great gig. I don't want to give it up. Please give me more money so I can be in the Senate six more years. (laughs) Spot on, man. It's a great gig if you can get it, right, Sherrod? Um I mean, here's a guy who's been in public office uh, almost as long as I've been alive. And and I would say I get a kick out of it. I actually get frustrated by it now. When you have someone who pretends that they've got the solution, if, if you just give them one more shot in office, 
since he's been in office, we've spent trillions of dollars uh, waging a war against drugs that has failed. We've spent trillions of dollars waging a war against poverty that has failed. We spent uh, buku bucks on, on a COVID response that was a failure. But, but by golly, put me in office six more years and I'll fix this, uh, yeah. this thing, thing for you. It's a joke. It's an absolute joke. By the way, he um, apparently lost his GPS directions to East Palestine after about the first two weeks. J.D. Vance continues to pound the pulpit and try to hold the Biden administration accountable on East Palestine. Uh, Sherrod Brown said all the things he always says about being, you know, uh, an advocate for the working man. Uh, but I haven't seen hide nor hair of him anywhere near East Palestine uh, since then, or even have him uh, utter a single word about it. Yeah, I think he was part of that that uh, railway act. Um, I have not followed closely whether or not he's been there a lot. I've heard that he has been there. Um, but I can tell you that the person out front really championing the cause seems to be J.D. Vance. And um, and he's been unapologetic about it. Um, you know, and, and to J.D.'s credit, I think he's tried to be bipartisan with people like Sherrod and some of the folks over in Pennsylvania uh, and some other senators, uh, you know, to, to get some legislation passed that, that makes sense. Uh, so kudos to him on that. No doubt. All right, Jack, uh, looking forward to November. We also, besides abortion, have the legalization of recreational use of marijuana. Uh, what are the nuances of this that we need to know? And uh, what's your assessment, long view? Uh, you think it passes? You think it doesn't pass? I think it passes. I think everything oh. coming down the pike passes oh. I, I, at fifty percent plus one, Bruce. And here's what I here, here's what's going to determine it: who who's the who's the press carrying the water for? And uh, I can't I can't recall a time in in the recent past where the press wasn't carrying the water for progressives. At fifty percent plus one, it's about messaging, and it's about uh, a, a, a campaign that is financed well. This will be financed well. It's going to be financed by these. Out-of-state dark money groups, the, you know the the mothership of progressive funding, and and the press is going to blow the horn on it. And the average person, unfortunately, I think, has unplugged again and says, "Oh, okay, well, yeah, that kind of makes sense." I think it passes. Um, there are going to there are going to be a lot of nuances from you know how do you now it's legal, but you're you've been smoking it and you're driving. How how does that? Mm. How do you determine it? The THC stays in your system longer than alcohol, I believe. So if an officer suspects that you're, you know, that you've been smoking and you have to do some sort of testing, but maybe you smoked it last night. Like, how do they determine that? I mean, these are a lot of the nuances. But at the end of the day, I'm just not a fan of the recreational use of marijuana. No, nor am I. I am a fan of yours, and I appreciate you coming on today and every Friday. Jack Windsor, The Ohio Press Network. Follow Jack on Twitter, at Jack Windsor, and we hope to talk to you again next week. Thanks, brother. God bless you. It's always great to have Jack on. Appreciate his perspective and his willingness to join us every Friday. And again, we hope you'll join us, too. Uh, the Republican Presidential Debate Watch Party. Uh, join 989theanswer at the Lazy Chameleon uh, in Powell, just off Sawmill Road, uh, Wednesday, August the 23rd. We will assess the debate, look at the candidates, find out who had the moment, take your questions. Check it all out. The Republican Presidential Debate Watch Party. We want to thank our friends at the Dublin Republican Club for making that possible. We hope to see you in Powell, Lazy Chameleon, Wednesday night, August 23rd. 
three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.